Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of She Wakes Up. I'm Stacy, your host, and happy Tuesday. I know that we just came off of Easter weekend, and so for those of you that celebrate, maybe it was a little bit busier than you had expected, or maybe it was very chill, but I know either way that sometimes coming out of a holiday weekend can be a little bit difficult to get the week going and You know, it's Tuesday, so we got the whole week ahead of us still, and whether you're starting your day or you're listening to this a little bit later, I really hope that today brings you some goodness and some joy and whatever it is that you are up to. So today I really wanted to give you a glimpse into what it looks like to do some coaching with me. And right now I'm still offering that amazing deal to get an unstuck session with me for $11.11. And I'll make sure to put the link in the show notes so that you can go check that out. But it's a 30 minute unstuck session where we just jam, we have a conversation and you just tell me what it is that you're really feeling stuck in and where you can use some guidance um, and trying to get that momentum started because the hardest part is getting started. So We just have a quick conversation and it's just you and me and $11.11, that's it. And there's no strings attached, there's no commitment thereafter. And so I really wanted to give you an idea of what that looks like. So I'm going to play for you one of my recent unstuck sessions and just to give you a good idea of what it is that we do together when we jam out. And if you wanna lock that price in, because this is a one-time thing, you can book out into May but in order to lock the price in, you have to have it scheduled before the end of April. So you have two weeks left and my schedule between coaching calls and just everyday things is getting pretty full. So if you really want to get that price locked in, you want to get an unstuck session, now is the time to do it. So jump on in. Like I said, the link will be in the show notes for you to check that out. So without further ado, we're just going to jump right into the interview with Jen. Jen is a friend of mine. We've known each other for a little over 10 years now, and her and I share a very similar story when it comes to our past relationships, and she's really trying to work through what she's been through, how she's kind of lost herself, and where it is that she wants to go, and she's really in the final stretch of overcoming a lot of that. She's just trying to work out the few last details to where she can find happiness again. And her goal really is to find somebody that loves her for her. And part of that is showing up as herself because throughout this 
relationship. And over the years in that relationship, she lost herself and it happens just like, you know, when I talk about my story and how it was in survival mode and I just was doing the day to day, not even really paying attention to who I was and you get lost in that mix. So she did, and she's really coming up out of that, but she wants to be able to show up authentically as herself so that she can find somebody that's kind of in the same level as her, and she's going to attract that right person because by being herself, she's going to find somebody that loves her for who she is, and that's really what she wants. She wants a good role model for her boys and just somebody that really, truly loves Jen for Jen, but Jen has to find Jen first. She's almost there, and you're going to hear us just be a fly on the wall during this coaching session And remember, if you want your own unstuck session after hearing this and you're like, oh my gosh, this is something that I could totally benefit from, run on over to the link in the show notes and claim your spot. All right, girl, just sit back, relax, and listen in to my conversation with Jen. And I know that you and I are very similar, have very similar stories that yeah, a good thing to share just so that, you know, to make other women aware, just like you said, to just hear it from another perspective, because when you're going through it, it can be really hard to see your own journey. You know, because you're, you're just, just doing the day to day and not really evaluating at the end of the day. Cause really who has time to do that? <laughs> it's hard to appreciate yourself and all the hard work you've done because you don't have time for it. <laughs> no. And looking back to, you realize like when you're in the moment, you think that it's impossible and you think that you're never going to, you're just treading water. But then yes. you look back and you go, oh my gosh, I really did overcome a bunch of things. And that gives you hope and it gives you motivation to push through, you know, the continuous day to day where you're at right now. So tell me kind of like, you know, if you were to look at picture perfect Jen, what does she look like? She's just happy. No matter what, like, no matter what comes into your life, my life, no matter what comes at me, no matter, no matter any obstacle, really, like, I mean, I've done a ton of work on myself. Um, I've never, this is the first time I've actually like seeked help, you know? So it's, it's all been my own self realizations, my own self help and, and all that. And I've, and I just, I just have a hard time trying or finding my true happiness. And I think it has a lot to do with the little voice that's still in my head, you know, from all the mental abuse and the, the stuff that I had gone through over a decade, you know, it's, it's still very challenging and yeah, it's just happy, just pure happiness. I just want to live, wake up every day and just be like, God is good. You know, I did this, did this for my kids. I can keep doing this and I don't ever want to give up. And and I do want to be proud of myself. Yeah. So, and that's huge. And everybody deserves to feel that way. And yeah. do it for yourself. You know, we are so good at doing that for everybody else and showing up for everybody else. But then through all of that, we really don't seek our own happiness. And having gone through what you went through, similar to what I had gone through, you really want that happiness more than anything because you were so down on yourself and you were being told every single day that you weren't good enough and it, you know, you were worthless and you're not this and you're not that. And so when you hear that over and over, it's really easy to start believing that and doubting yeah. yourself. And then it's really hard to get out of that because you think, wow, maybe you question yourself. Like maybe I am this person and you start to reevaluate what you're doing and realizing that through doing that, 
you're just hurting yourself even more. Yeah. Um, were there, was this the only time in your life where you had kind of been belittled or was there another time that you're trying to overcome with all of this and trying to accept yourself and find your worth? Um, I mean, I've had a couple situations since I, I've had two situations since I had left their dad that, um, that I thought were promising, you know, and I'm a very good, I, I love everybody. I care for people and I look, I see the good in everybody. Um, and I, I feel like I get taken advantage of a lot and I did get taken advantage of, um, twice. Maybe I shouldn't look at it that way, but it's, it's kind of how I feel. Um, but yeah, there, there, I've had a couple things happen over the last three and a half years where, you know, it's like, wow, I would, I would have done anything and everything, but people don't do the same for me type of thing. So it does make you feel like you're not worth it or you're not, you know, good enough because it just, like I said, it just feels like you get taken advantage of by people. Yeah. Do you think that you, and nobody purposely puts themselves in these positions. That's not what I mean by that, but just like attracting that kind of energy because of how you're really feeling deep inside about yourself. Do you feel like you allow people to do that because of your own self-esteem or your, you know, your lack of self-confidence because of the situation that you had to deal with? Like, do you really believe in your heart that you are this beautiful person or do you feel like you're, there's still a part of you that is believing what has been told to you and that's attracting people to take advantage of you because you don't feel good enough. Right. I, yeah, I do. Um, I mean, I, I, every day I do try, you know, I try to, I know I'm a good person. I, and I, and I do attract, um, things like that. And it's, yeah, it is. It's, it, sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I want to believe that I'm a beautiful person and I want to believe that, but yeah, it is just, it's just so hard to get over the fact that, you know, I, I don't think that I'm ever going to find that, you know, what I'm, what I've been looking for. And it is a lot to do with, you know, the past situation that I was in. So yeah, I, I agree with you on it. Have you 100%. done any, any work? I know you said you've done a little bit for yourself, but just your inner work. Have you done anything like that? Or have you always just kind of reached for from the outside or to the outside for advice and help and guidance? Uh, I have, um, a lot of inner work because there was a point in time where I, I wish I didn't wake up in the morning. You know, it's, it's one of those things where you're just, you just don't want to be here anymore, regardless if you have your kids, regardless if you have all these people in your life, you still feel like you're alone. And I have, um, from the, from where I came from to where I am now, I, I am a very peaceful person on the inside. Like I used to feel like I, I, felt like I was separated from myself for a very, very long time. You know, like my spirit and my soul, like we're just completely opposite from where my body was. And I used to be so angry. I used to yell and scream at my kids all the time. 
And that was a lot to do with the environment that I was in for a very long time. And learning and learning that I need to be peaceful with myself in order to be peaceful with my children or have the peace around me has been the biggest work for me. Um, but I still feel that, you know, for myself, like I, I have that hard time loving myself. I mean, I, like I said, I do love myself, I think. But at the same time, it's like contradicting because I'm like, well, you're not worthy. You know, you're, never, you're this, you're that. So, yeah, I, I've literally, I've come a long way. And I used to be, um, I used to use drugs a lot, not like hard drugs, but I used to smoke pot a lot. And that was my main thing was like, I just couldn't function without it. And I've realized that it's been, it's been almost a year now that I haven't even, I haven't even done that. And it's like, a lot of that was, it felt like a delusion, kind of like the work that I was doing for myself. Um, but then I got to realizing like, that's not the type of work that you want to be doing for yourself. You need to be, you need to be clean. You need to be sober. You need to do this stuff for yourself because you can, you can think about whatever it is when you're, you know, when you're on that high and you can believe it all, but when you're not, you feel exactly the same way when you're back in the reality of life. Mm-hmm. So it's been, I, I have been, I've been doing it completely sober and it's like, whew, it's a lot more work than I, than I thought it was. Like, I was like, Oh my gosh, I thought I was doing so good, but you still, you still come across these things that trigger you. And that's what's been happening is a lot of triggers. So that's why I wanted to talk to you a little bit because it's like, Whew, it's a lot. Yeah. And I just want to say that just what you shared, I know it's hard, like I said in the beginning, to see your progress, but just what you shared shows me that you are already on this path to your self-recovery. You've already overcome some really hard things that some people never get unstuck with. And now that you're in this clear headspace, it is a challenge and it is a different perspective because like you said, you can go through life in this numb state and have all of these thoughts and emotions and a plan. But then when you're in a different state of mind, it's almost like you're starting over again because you're not that same person, you know, you're not in that same mindset. So what are, what are the triggers that you're finding have been just your roadblocks recently? And you don't have to go into, you know, go into as much detail or as little detail as you want, but just to kind of give me an idea of what you're struggling with. Um, so I feel like I give myself to people like friends, family, like I give everything that I can, you know, to help people. And I don't feel like I get that same in return. Um, that's been really triggering. Um, and then just sometimes like, sometimes the kids trigger me too, because they do these things that their dad it reminds me of their dad and that really like sets me back. Like it's not that I get angry or anything with them, but I have to like look at them and be like, Oh my gosh, like I feel like I'm right back there and I don't want to feel that way. Um, and just, just going day to day, waking up sometimes you're just like, here we go again. You know, just another day of life on your own. Like I just, I, I guess I'm just, it's not that I'm tired of being alone. I I just want to find, I just want someone to like find me, I guess. And it's, 
it's hard because I feel like that's one of the things, like, I feel like it's not gonna, it's never going to happen because of the way I feel about myself. I guess that's the biggest thing. Yeah. And so, and I know, and I know that, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, and I don't, and I don't want to feel that way, you know, because I have a really good life. I've done, I've done so much within the last three and a half years. I had a five year plan. I did everything in two and a half years. You know, I didn't have credit. I didn't have money. I didn't, I didn't nothing. I didn't have anything. Now I own my own house. You know, I own two cars. I have everything that I could ever want and ever need. And I should be so proud of myself. And I just wake up every day and I'm just like, here we go again. You know? <laughs> yeah. And there's always that, that wanting of, of more and feeling like you could always do better and always pushing yourself. But it is very important. Yeah. And I, I think you do it and I, you might just overlook it, but being grateful for what you do have, because at one point in your life, this is something that you wished for, you know, you wish to have exactly yeah. what you have right now. So be grateful for that because that will bring you more in the future. You know, you can't, expect to have more if you can't be grateful for what you already have and like I said knowing where you have made all this progress that that is a blessing in and of itself um the other thing is that have you had have you tried to just have conversations I feel like I tell so many people the most important thing in any relationship whether it's an intimate relationship friendship um you know parenting, that communication is key and you can't expect anybody to read your mind you can't expect to have anybody understand how you're feeling unless you put it out there. So I don't know who is making you feel this way in particular, but have you thought about just having that conversation and say, you know, this is really how I'm feeling. And I know maybe it's not even on purpose, but I'm making you aware of it and then see where that takes you. Sometimes it's just a matter of cutting those ties with the people that are toxic. And it sucks when those are people that are really close to you. Um, But if, you know, you cannot surround yourself with that toxicity if you're trying to become a better gen. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know how that makes you feel or if you think that's something that would be possible. Yeah. Um, I actually have been um, communicating more because it is hard for me to talk to people because I feel like people don't listen and people don't understand unless they've been exactly you know, where you've been or have experienced something similar. So it's hard to talk to people because people have so many opinions of what you should do and what you could have done, blah, blah, blah. Instead of just sitting there and listening and being like, wow, you know, I can't believe that you went through that. But I have been recently, I have been opening up more and it has been a lot. um, It has been beneficial. Like I have been doing a lot better, but it's like, I still feel like, I hear, I hear it. Like I hear the other side and I, and I, and I want to believe it, but it's like enough, but the day to day hasn't changed for me, you know? And, and it, I don't think it has anything to do with, you know, cause there is a situation there. I don't, it doesn't have anything to really do with the other person. It's really just me believing, not believing it because of how I feel. So. And, and I have been communicating more and the communication has been helping a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And it's very appreciative because I don't have people that, like I said, actually just listen instead of having their own opinion and just instead of, instead of, they respond instead of just, all right, well, you know, let's try to do something about this. 
you know, it's, it's their own, just, it's their own thing. And it's just like, you don't even want to talk to those people anymore because it's like, you don't get it. Like, why should I say it a damn word? If you know, you're just going to tell me what I should have done. Well, yeah, I should have done that. I wish I would have known that then, but a little too late now, you know, we all have those things for sure. Yeah. And it's just that, that reciprocating respect of having that conversation with somebody that you feel like it to open up and be vulnerable is really hard. And so for you to even just do that earns its own respect that the person should be validating that. Um, and I understand, I mean, you can't make everybody understand what you, what you've gone through and where you're, you're going. What are you doing right now that makes you happy? What are you doing for yourself right now? Um, What am I doing to make me happy? I don't really know, to be honest. Like, that's a tough question. Like, I feel like I don't really ever do anything for myself. I mean, I I just recently, I'm trying to start my own cleaning business, which is wonderful because I had a situation at my last job that I left, and it was one of the scariest things that I ever did, you know, leave, leave a comfort, leave a, leave a, a situation that I, that I did, it couldn't be in anymore. And for me to step out on my own, like that's, that's one big thing for myself that I'm doing is just trying to build my own, my own instead of, you know, having to build something for somebody else. So that's, that's like the only happiness that I'm, that I'm bringing to myself. Um, I mean, I try to, when the kids are gone, like I don't really do anything other than stay at home. Like I, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. It's like my comfort's my house, you know? Mm -hmm. And if I do go out and do something like I'm exhausted, I'm just like, people exhaust me. Like, like I, I feel their energies and like, I'm just one of those people that just like people suck the energy out of me, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's one thing that I try not to allow but certain people do. And it's just hard for me to, to get out and to do fun things. Like I do, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's not, it's always what other people want to do. It's not really what I ever want to do, I guess. And I think that's my biggest problem is I'm always people pleasing and I never please myself, which I should. Absolutely. I make myself coffee every morning. That's like happiness to me. So cheers to that. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's phenomenal that you're starting your cleaning business. I saw that and I was like, I might have to just hit her up right now because I I could use you in my life. Um, But can I ask you a really heavy question? Yes. And I don't want you to take this any, any way other than just, I want you to think about it, but you want to be happy. You want to find somebody to share that happiness with. How are you going to find somebody that's going to be happy with you authentically if you can't be authentically happy with yourself? I know that. (laughs) It's, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't have that answer. I know that I know that right now that that's not possible. And I know that other people don't make you happy. It's, it's yourself that makes you happy. And maybe I'm just looking for validation in everybody else. I think that's my biggest, 
my biggest down. It's not a downfall, but it's a very good quality. And a lot of people, a lot of women, yeah. especially have that. We're caretakers, we're nurturers, especially moms. It's like ingrained in us, and we can't separate that from doing our own work. We cannot, for whatever reason, it's one of the hardest things is to stop putting everybody else before we put ourselves in that place. And you have to, because yeah. I've been where you are and so many other women are too. And you just feel like you're drowning and you don't know what the next step is, but you see it and you know it and logically you can understand, <laughs> but until you're in it, you just, you don't know what that's like. Um, yeah. But I, I know that, you know, for me, it was that realization of I'm getting out of this because this is what I need to do for me. And yeah. it is going to benefit other people, but I have to do this for me first. And I've led with that ever since then. Like if I'm not going to do something that it doesn't serve me and that's not selfish because if I'm being this fake person, if I'm showing up as this person that I'm not for everybody else, then everything else is going to kind of mock that, you know, and that's yeah. not going to be an authentic life that I'm living if I can't be my own person in my own skin. And you can't force that person that you want to spend the rest of your life with to fall into your lap. You can't go looking for it. You can't wish it. You just have to allow yourself to start being that person that you know that you can be, that person that you deserve to be. And when you're least expecting it, that person will show up in your life because you'll be ready for that person to show up in your life. No, you're very right. Um, you're very right. It's, it's taken me some time. Like, I feel like I'm a character for everybody. Like I, I put on a, I put on this, it depends on who I'm with. Obviously it's like, you just want everybody to like you. You want everybody to, you know, to, I don't, I, you just want everybody to like you. Um, and it is, it's, it's tiring because you have all these different characters that you play and it's like, you don't, you're not even, that's not even you. Like, why are you trying to impress these people? Like these people don't even matter. These people don't even actually matter in the big scheme of things. So I've been, I have been trying to find like who I am because I've, I, I have lost so much of myself, you know, over the years. And it is, it's like, I remember who I used to be, you know, I used to be this, this type of person, but was that really me? Have I always been playing this character? You know, like, so yeah, I, it is. I, and I do, like I said, I do know that. And I do everything that you're saying to me. It's like, I've already, I've already told myself this. Like, why can't I listen to my own self? Like, why, why do I still keep doing this? And it's, it's, it is tiring. And I think it is, this is exactly what I needed because it's like, people don't really, like I said, people don't understand and they don't want to actually tell you, you know, the, the hard truths of everything, especially if they don't really know that you're playing this character all the time. So, and it comes from a very good place, you know, um, yeah. but I just like, I want to walk along women that I wish I would have had walking alongside of me when I was oh in this, gosh. you know? Oh my gosh. We need, I say that all the time, lift each other up. We need that. Yeah. I, I, I say that all the time. I'm like, I wish I had, I wish I had, somebody at the beginning to like at least like 
and it's actually really funny because I drew this picture and I think you would really appreciate it because I do a lot of journaling. Like I have like 20 journals. Like I, I have 20 notebooks, like full of just things that I've been writing down and like thoughts and stuff like that over the past three and a half years. And it's like all these drawings and all this stuff that I've been doing, like that, that was, that's been myself, myself work. And I'm like, I wish, I so wish I had somebody to be able to like, Hey, here's a little candle along your journey to be able to see that there is this glimmer of hope. You know, I left that there for you because I've been there and I want you to know that it's going to be okay. Absolutely. And, and it's, and I feel like I, and it's, it isn't a lot of pressure, but at the same time, it's like, you feel like you have to, you know, continue to do good and continue to do this stuff because you know, you are doing it all on your own and you want other people to see that it is possible. You want to be able to like, to pave the way that other people may not have paved in the, you know, in the past, like, you know, your, your grandparents or your mother, the generational type things, you know, you pave your own way and it's so dark, it's darkness all around you, but you can leave the path open for other people to be able to see, you know, all the great things that can happen in your life. If you really truly believe in yourself and it's like, I do believe in myself, but it's that, that's that little voice that I need to just like, kick the hell out of my head and just be like, you know, you are this, you're great. You're awesome. You're a great mother. You, you do so many good things. And I think I need to start telling myself that more instead of, like I said, instead of letting that voice take over. And Jen, the other beautiful side to what you just said about feeling like you have to pave this path and lead by the example, you know, you want to be the example for your kids and show up for everybody else. But also being vulnerable and letting people see your emotion and being that raw person that it's okay to have human features. It's okay to feel it's okay to be sad and it's okay to show people when you're angry or when you're sad, it just brings authenticity to you, to yourself. And other people are going to see that and go, you know, your kids, for example, they're going to see you and they're going to ask questions and they're going to they're going to grow up knowing that it's okay to show emotion. I don't have to hide yeah. behind this wall. It's okay to feel. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's, you know, you got to give that's what I that want. permission too. I want my boys to be, you know, I'm raising somebody's husband. I'm raising somebody's dad. So right. I want, I, and, and I want them to know that it's okay to be vulnerable and to cry because in today's society and, you know, growing up all you've heard is it's not okay for men to cry it's not okay you just suck it up and you just move on you know mm -hmm. and that's not okay and that's main reason I did that this left was for them because I did not want them to grow up and to be exactly like that and I'm just like I, I will be damned if my kids are going to treat somebody that they say that they love like a doormat it's not going to happen. Not on my watch because like I didn't have you in my belly for nine months for you to come out and be a jerk, you know? So you're a good mom. But yeah. in this world, that's a very honest, difficult thing I feel. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do, we want to make the future better and we want to take from our experiences and, you know, show our kids that you can 
become this person without having to do these things. You know, you don't have to treat people that way to get somewhere or to feel better about yourself. And on the other side of that is, you know, how women are taught to be, we're taught to be those caretakers. We're taught to put everybody before ourselves. And that's part of that whole shift of how we get here in the first place. So I just want to ask you one more thing is before society put all of its expectations on you before, you know, you started to realize that you had to put everybody else first, like Jenna's little girl, what made you happy? What were your dreams? Because that's when you were your most authentic. Um, I wanted to be a veterinarian because I loved horses. I, I still love horses. I, love <laughs> I wanted to be a veterinarian so bad. But I, and I, and I do understand that like childhood trauma has a lot to do with things that, you know, you go through as you're an adolescent and an adult. Like I didn't have a dad growing up like I did, but it was, you know, it was confusing. But later on, I learned that my mom actually kept us away from him. You know, he wanted to see us and it made me feel like he didn't love us type of thing. So I do have abandonment issues, you know, that I'm, that I've been working through and I've, I've really gotten closer to my dad as I've gotten older, you know, and less close to my mom. So it's like, it's, it's like a huge shift. Like, so my, my dreams were, you know, I was, I was a happy little girl. Like I was, but the thing is that I was, I was very, um, well, my mom had a lot of expectations on me. Like I was the little girl, I two older brothers, you know, I, I had to be perfect. And that's another reason why I feel the way that I do as an adult, because I feel like I still have to be perfect. And I was sheltered. I was so sheltered. I wasn't able to listen to rock music. I wasn't able to watch like certain TV shows. Like I was, if I had, if I wanted to go anywhere, I had to do like hours and hours of cleaning and dusting and like, just to be able to, to go hang out with my friends. So a lot of it has to do with, you know, that little girl. And now it's just coming out after, you know, this long period of time of being like, wow, you know, it does stem from when you're a little kid. And it does take a lot out of you because you try to just do everything that you can for everybody. And it just doesn't seem like it's good enough. So I need to, I need to look at that a little more and just know that, that it's okay, that I don't have to do that. Um, it's okay to question too, those things that you knew growing up that didn't really feel right to you, but you yeah. went along with it because, you know, that's what was expected of you. And now into an adulthood, it's like, well, I just, I have to people please because that's what's expected of me. You know, everybody yeah. knows me as that person that's going to be there for them a hundred percent. It's okay to question those things and it's okay to start showing up for yourself more and less for them and having those conversations around that as, as uncomfortable as it may be, but that's going to help you get out of that toxic state. And it's going to bring those authentic people to help support you through this, um, to find your tribe that's going to, you know, get you out of the house and doing those things that you want to do for yourself. But they authentically want to do that with you. You know, you're not becoming this person because 
of who they are and who they want you to be and what their expectations are. This is just, you're doing it for you and you're authentically happy with it. Yeah. And I have been, um, I have been finding my people and it has been great. It's, it's, I'm, I'm scared, you know, I'm just scared, but I know that these people are authentic and I know that they are, and it's just, it's me. (laughs) It's just, it's me. Yeah. Yeah, I do. And it, and like I said, it's been something that I, that I know it's just so hard to find what you like and what you want to do. But my kids are going to go to their grandma's house on Saturday until Wednesday. So I have some time to myself and maybe I'll just take a trip or something. I don't know. I gotta, I'm going to do some work and, you love really, journaling and drawing. Yes. So there's a good yes. start because getting it out on paper, getting those emotions out, even because, you know, if you don't have people to talk to you, it does help to get it out in some sort of way. And journaling so, is so yes. powerful for that. Um, try like writing a letter to future Jen. Okay. Be that light. I can do that. Try journaling and see like, just let whatever comes up be a light for myself instead of for everybody else. Yes. Yeah. And just see what emotions that brings up. And like I said, don't be afraid to question things that have happened and don't be afraid to stand up for yourself, advocate for yourself. You know, you've done a big one so long for everybody else. Um, And like I said, the the good things are already happening to you. You know, you've already come such a long way. And celebrate that. Don't feel defeated where you are because you have no reason to feel defeated. You're stuck. You're stuck in a season right now. Um, And we're all going to have those moments. And there's going to be things in the future. You're going to overcome this hurdle. And there's going to be things in the future. But just creating that space for yourself and making that progress and accepting that there's some work that needs to be done is huge. Yeah. Yeah, accepting that I am not perfect and that's okay. Which okay. I know that I'm definitely no, yeah, so I know I'm definitely not. Um but yeah, it's it's all yeah, it's just all the mindset and it's just all the working the the re basically rewiring your brain, you know, you have because you can do that, you can rewire your brain. I've done a lot of that, but there's, like you said, there is always going to be something in the future, you know, that's going to happen. It's just how we handle it and how we, how we can learn from our past experiences be like, oh, well, you know, this is something similar that I've gone through. I've been there. I know that I can handle this and I know that I can overcome this. It just takes one step at a time. And I have a, I do have a problem with living in the now. So I have to be more present and I have to be more aware of the things that are actually happening in my life because you know like I said it's been I did everything in two and a half years so I feel like I'm like what's next you know I'm ready I'm ready let's go let's go let's go like but I'm yeah I've just been at a standstill for the last year and it's like okay well what what what's next okay well hold on you know just enjoy yourself enjoy your house enjoy your kids enjoy your life so Think of it as a road trip. Like there's going to be times when you're going to speed up to get to where you're going. And there's going to be times when you need to slow down 
and enjoy the scenery along the way and know that you, there is an end point, but you don't know what that looks like and you can, you know, and that's okay. And that's okay. But yeah, it's it okay. definitely, it is a process and yeah. some moments are going to be faster and happen faster than others. And that's okay too. And don't compare one season to another, just let it happen. Yeah. Go with the flow. Yeah. And flow. <laughs> See, that's absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Well, I hope wow. that was helpful. I hope that it was, I definitely need it, it was, it's definitely nice to hear um, from somebody that, like I said, has been through it. And I know you struggle still, you know, everybody's not perfect, but you know, you, you're a very good example for a lot of, a lot of struggling women. So it's very nice. It's very nice. Like I was so excited to hear that you're, you know, doing this. And I was like, Oh my gosh, should I, should I not? Yeah, you probably should. Like if you want to get better then you probably should. So right. I found my space and my space is to reach out and help other women overcome yeah. the shit that I had to, because like I said, I would have loved to have somebody by my side. Yeah. I know I'm not alone. So it is, <laughs> it is, it is one, it's wonderful. Even listening to your podcast, it's like, like, holy cow, man, you do. I mean, you do feel alone. So yeah, what you're doing is amazing and you are definitely helping a lot of women and it's very, very appreciative. 